Hey, it's Lauren. Thank you so much for listening to The Afterlife. Enjoy the episode. This episode has been brought to you by me and my business, Lauren Grace Inspirations. Hello and welcome, Lauren Grace here, and I'm joined today by my dear friend, Candice Planche. Planche? Planche? I always want to add like an accent when I say your last name. How do you say your last name, Candice? I say it Planche. Planche, but I want to go Planche, like it's like, you know, Planche. (laughs) So welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know this is going to be a little bit of a different sort of live episode. I know that a lot of uh, my viewers are really used to me doing readings or talking about business strategy, but today Candice and I have been inspired to come together to bring our forces together, our spirit teams, our guides, and all of our wisdom to really assist you over the holiday season. So Candice, I think that it would probably be worth it if maybe we introduced ourselves and then we can get a little bit to the subject at hand. So Tell me a little bit, tell our viewer a little bit about yourself and uh, yeah, what found you here today? So I am a Reiki master and teacher. Um, I am a crystal healing master. I have found my way into where I am um, from a long line of um, depression, anxiety and PTSD. And it led me into into healing. I was able to heal my heal myself, um, and now I have a beautiful healing studio in Black Backers Marsh, where I get to help others and and do what I do and connect with spirit every day. And it's just the most amazing thing. You know what it's like when you are soul led. You just it it's it's incredible. So. Um, I love doing what I do. I love being able to help and just assist people with, um, I guess, that support because I've been through it. Um, Yeah, just helping with them with their ascension and their spiritual journey. So I'm really excited to be here today because Christmas is nuts. Yes. And we all (laughs) bombarded. I feel like we need to go, Christmas is nuts, and just let that sit with you for a second. I don't need to... (laughs) We're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're done here. Yeah. Well, I'm so happy that you came here and that we're able to connect to, uh, you know, with our audience on, on this level. And one thing I will say as well, just for our listener at home or our viewer at home, is that Candice is located in, in out of Melbourne in New South Wales in um, Australia. So for people who are a little bit curious about where that is exactly that she was talking about. But one of the cool things about uh, technology nowadays is a lot of the work that Candace does can also be transferred online. So if you're ever wanting to um, to work with her and you don't live in the area, then that's always going to be a possibility for you. So I'll also just say that my name is Lauren Grace and I'm a medium and a seer. I'm also a business and life mentor and I'm the host of the Afterlight podcast. And um, Candace and I are working together. We were going to be doing a live not alive, but like a private evening of spiritual discussion with spiritual women. 
And we recognize this was supposed to happen in December, actually next week. But we were getting a lot of feedback about people saying, you know what, I'm just really busy over December and I really want to participate, but can we extend it or move it to another date? So we've decided that we're going to be moving the date to January. But we were also very inspired to see that there was potentially a need for people to understand that they don't need to neglect themselves or forget themselves over this season and over the holiday period. So Candice uh, and I were jamming about some different ideas, of what we could talk about today. And Candice came up with the brilliant idea of how to stay spiritually high over the holidays. So Candice, tell me a little bit about what inspired you to talk about that. And then what we're going to be doing as well today is we're going to be giving our five tips to stay spiritually high over the holidays. And one of the cool things that Candice and I have not shared our tips with each other. So we don't know what the other person has. And we did that because we thought it would be sort of fun to find out whether or not we have some commonalities. And also we just liked the idea of keeping things real and uh, keeping things, I guess uh, you could say like uh, keeping us on our toes, frankly. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, what inspired the the um, discussion or the the idea for what we're going to chat about is really not just how what I experience, but what I experience in my healing space, which is um, all of my clients and a lot of the people that I work with just say, I'm coming to see you or I'm I'm I really want to book a healing, but it's just crazy. And uh, let's do it in January, which I totally understand and support um, and I do it too. I've, I'm just, I don't even understand what happens in December is nuts and everything. It's like we decide that we have to do everything or we have to commit to everything. So um, it's like I know by the end of Christmas, I don't know about you, but I'm like spiritually exhausted even when I feel like I have plans. So I feel like these tips will just help people stay because you don't have to go through the holiday season feeling like drained and neglecting yourself. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully these tips will at least make you think, um, but hopefully they'll empower you to just have a different December and even January because it doesn't stop in just December. Well, that's true. All right. So why don't we kick it off? Because I know people are like, okay, girls, you're talking a good game here. Give me the goods. Tell me something I don't know already. That's it. Oh, no, that's a lot of pressure. Exactly right. Um, do you All want right. to I will start. Yeah. Kick it and off. I went yep. through Christmassy for my first one, which was make a list and check it twice. I thought Ooh, that was I really that. Like, that was yeah. clever. It was very cute. It was very cute. I am not a list making person and I really don't see myself as being particularly organized, but I feel like this one is a big one because one throughout the day, you can really feel like you're achieving things and ticking it off. I do this for like Christmas presents so that, you know, we don't end up with one person swamped with presents and then we turn around on you know, Christmas Eve and go, oh my goodness, my husband has one present under the tree or we completely forgot about the dog, um, <laughs> you know, all these things. So it's the only time of year I have multiple lists going and it feels really good to cross things off the list down to the point that I'm like, iron a shirt for my husband for tomorrow. Not that I do that very often, but if he's on a trip, I'm like, iron a shirt or like set up this or 
just all the little things. Don't forget milk. Like all these things are on the list or clean the bathrooms so I can cross them off and at least feel like even if I don't get through everything, I can actually action it and I'm I'm achieving. And you can cross things off when you go, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's done. <laughs> exactly. I think that's a great idea. And uh, yeah, I definitely approve of that as a time management coach, yeah. <laughs> mentor. I took that, I say yes to that. And the other thing I will add on that just briefly is that not everything is equally important. So when you're also <laughs> making a list, it's also remembering that some of the things on the list don't need to be done first. Would yes. you agree? Yes, I yes. absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So on my list, I have get clear on your intention for the holidays. And the reason why I wanted to talk about getting clear on your intention is because I think that sometimes people are so busy working and tying up all their loose ends at work. And then when they get to the holiday season, they're so busy yet again, and they don't always rest. And I'm not saying that resting is necessarily going to be an intentional thing for everybody. But I know for me, when I was thinking about what do the holidays mean to me, a big part about that is also rejuvenation and rest. And I find that for myself, because I'm a doer all the time, when I can create a little bit of space to rest and rejuvenate, that's when a lot of ideas can also come in. So that's where I get a lot of inspiration. That's when I get a lot of clarity and ob objectivity on the things that I am doing. Uh, so getting clear on your intention is really important. And that might also be spending quality time with family. So if you're wanting to spend quality time with family, maybe understand the time with family looks like for you. So does it mean watching a movie? Does it mean maybe going out somewhere away from devices? Does it mean playing hours and hours of cards and, and drinking wine and laughing a lot. And I think one of the things that we sort of forget is that when we're with family, those are really important moments to savor, I believe, family and friends, of course. And I know some people who are spending the holidays alone by choice. And so that's completely fine as well. So just getting clear on what your intention is going to be. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. That's perfect. Absolutely. So my next one is take time to meditate or be mindful every day. And that is for people that don't even meditate and that aren't that much like, but even just going into the shops to do your Christmas shopping or coming back out and you realize that there's just been people everywhere and a lot of a lot of people that are watching what we're what we're putting out will be empaths. And get out of these situations and you just go, Phew. and it's really important before you rush off to your next thing is to even just take two minutes, just breathe. Even if you feel like you don't know how to meditate or you can't meditate, just concentrating on your breath, going within and just trying to quiet your mind, just breathing through, concentrate on your breath. Doesn't matter if your head goes into a million different directions, pull it back. That's still, that's still meditating. That's still working even when it feels like it's not. Um, just yeah. give yourself that time to actually just breathe and take that space because that two minutes or five minutes or whatever it is will be gold and will just help replenish and, you know, create that almost barrier of protection for you before you step out into whatever you need to do next. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. I do have one that's like complimentary of that. So I'll bring that up now. And I also feel at the same time while I'm looking at it, I'm like, did I cheat and kind of put two into one here? So um, <laughs> I wrote prioritize self-care and continue to clear your energy. So I just want to echo what Candace is talking about in terms of empaths. And of course, not everybody is an empath, but I think that a lot of people, whether or not you're empathic, AKA you really sense the emotions of other people and you really are um, in tuned sometimes uh, on a, on a subconscious level to what's really happening in your environment is that a lot of people can feel really overcome and really a lot of pressure from what the vibe and the energy of the people around them. It's a lot of that go, go, go. It's a lot of that pressure about getting everything done. A lot of high expectations. So just echoing what Candace is talking about. She's talking about mindfulness and meditation, but you're also basically talking about creating some space for self-care, aren't you? That those really go hand in hand. And I think a lot of what you're talking about too, girls, like being intentional about taking that breath or taking that moment to kind of come out of the craziness and really settle within yourself. I also want to talk a little bit about clearing your energy. Meditation is a great way to do that. Mindfulness and the breath is really important. Here are a couple of other tips that you could use. You could use sage. I use sage all the time. You can use lavender oil. You can actually put lavender oil. I don't know, Kenneth, if you do this, but I've got like a lavender oil concoction here, but it's from a company. It's full of a whole bunch of other magical things. But you can like rub it in your hands and you can actually run it over your aura. So like around your energy body, like around your body without touching yourself. And that can really help clear. Um, you can also use things like selenite. I've got selenite everywhere, of course, but selenite like little wands to kind of run over you. So those are some fun little ways of doing it. But also washing your hands with cold water or having a salt bath or heading out in nature, depending on where you are. You know, if you're in the snow, this might not be quite as easy, but actually walking with bare feet. You know what I did the other day, Candice, which I think you'll approve of, is I was sort of like locked in a bit of my mind and I was really aware that I had to ground and it was raining and I went outside and I just ran around the yard with my dog in my clothes in the rain because I was just aware that clearing in the rain is a really powerful way of, of doing that. It is. I like the rain is so cleansing. It's like the cleanser for the everything. So it, yeah. I try to embrace, it's pretty miserable in Melbourne at the moment. It's freezing and it's been drizzly. I'm trying to embrace that and go, if I'm getting rained on, I'm getting rained on because I need it. So yes, embrace the rain for sure. Yes, love that. What's the next on your list? Well, actually, so you're saying about like the cheating. I probably kind of cheated by separating mine into two as well. So okay. one is exactly, and it's so funny, it's written in this order is don't forget about you self-care have that massage book that healing do that yoga class like don't lose your spiritual momentum mm. just because it's christmas it's so damaging to lose your spiritual momentum so i you know as a mom i think a lot of a lot of women even just as, as you know, and I hate to say it as homemakers or or whatever, you know, we we do, we nurture and we support others. That's just the feminine nature. So it, you know, whether it's to our pets or our, our family members or our children or our partners, like this is just what we do. We always, you know, take care of 
everyone else first. So I just feel like, especially at Christmas, I know every single Christmas, every single thing that I would usually do for self-care will go on the back burner. Right. Right. You're like, oh, no, I've got to put the, well, yeah, I'm Canadian. So I'm always like, got to put the turkey in the oven. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And it's almost like, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like I get to the end of the day and I've done everything on my list because I took it twice. I've done everything on my list. And rather than putting on my list that once a day, I'm going to have one thing that's for myself, whether it is that salt bath that you were talking about or booking a massage and or just, you know, going for a walk, grounding outside, you know, putting on headphones and doing a meditation or joining a meditation group, even better, get out and and really clear your head and be in a supportive space. But don't forget about your own spiritual one development and your energetic, you know, health and hygiene just because it's Christmas, because you got plans. I know you all got goals for 2024. Everybody does. We all have a list of things that are going to be different. And if you don't spiritually support yourself now, you're going to be just trying to repair the damage you've done in December and you won't even have a chance to do what's on your list for 2024. So I do want to say, though, on top of that, because I think you and I had a really cool conversation. I know we had a really cool conversation yesterday. (laughs) But one of the things that you actually said to me was about how you're also not waiting for 2024 to do some stuff. You're like, I want to get this shit done. I'm doing it now. Yeah, I love that where you're like, you know what? I actually want this to be done. Why would I postpone this when I can schedule it in and make it happen? Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, there's a lot of power in that, which I love, um, which actually is a nice segue, of course, into my next thing. And I will say it's funny because I wrote down my stuff and then I made a mental note to go reframe these as positive. So I was originally, <laughs> I originally <laughs> wrote down. Don't. <laughs> yes. That's what I was. So I wrote down, don't overcommit. I'm like, oh no, I didn't reframe that as a positive. So the positive <laughs> of that would be watch your boundaries. So I think that sometimes, yes, I get that. So I, I, spirit's always talking to my ears, you know? So um, one of the things that I think happens during the holiday season, and you could really probably say this is for any time, is that we get requests or we get inundated sometimes to do things that we may not want to do. Go places, indulge in uh, maybe over drinking or overeating or doing anything like that or um, staying up late when we don't maybe want to. I, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. If you're in alignment with that, AKA, if that feels good to you, then you go for it. You do that. But I think that we need to watch sometimes whether or not we actually want to do certain things or whether or not we're doing them out of guilt or uh, because we have to. So I really want to strongly recommend that you are looking at your, again, coming back to the intention. Uh, I feel like 2024, my word should be intention or something, but Um, coming back to why you're doing these things and also understanding it's okay to say no if it's not for you. And a good idea to do that would maybe to have a couple of answers already prepared. So for example, I'm not interested today. I'm going to go and read my book or um, no, thank you. I've already eaten enough or, uh, you know, whatever insert 
best case scenario here, like write down a couple of these things. And what I, I always recommend that people that I work with that are working on their boundaries do is they sort of practice saying no thank you or uh, declining offers or opportunity opportunities, you know, sorry, uh, requests design, like maybe that seem like an opportunity, but maybe they're not because they're not alignment, but I'm getting off topic here. But if you practice saying no thank you, then by the time you go to actually do it, it'll be a Oh, thank you. Frozen. No, you're unfrozen now. Beautiful. I'm a, yes. <laughs> you're unfrozen. <laughs> Yay, farm, hashtag farm internet. Exactly. Exactly. Well, perfect segue. Remember, you have a choice. Cool. So that was, you know, this was probably my number one, um, but it's getting moved up a little bit because you basically just mentioned exactly what um what I was going to say but I really think it it you really need to put it back into the mindset of it is your choice we have so many obligations over Christmas um and they feel like obligations but remember Christmas is or the Christmas period is that one time and you've had all year it doesn't have to be so if you've had plans awesome keep them in keep them in December and keep them going but you if there is a relationship that you're like oh this is you know this thing is the one thing that always gets me every Christmas or seeing this person or I just don't think I have the energy to deal with that then you actually do have the choice to not deal with that just because it's Christmas you don't have to or you can set your boundaries and say okay well I'm going to go for two hours and that's it. And this is my boundary because I have something else that I have to go to afterwards or whatever. And even have a safe word with your partner or with a friend that you've gone with or whatever, or just have your way to politely back out. And it's not about being rude. It's about prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your energy so that in the new year, you have energy still for these people without you know the people that you know you you love and but it's um yeah give yourself a buffer and the other point within that is that when somebody asks you or invites you to something my big thing is that in December and I'm trying to do this a lot now anyway because you know how I was saying about being really bad with lists I'm really bad at I might have like my calendar on my computer, but then I'm really bad at putting them in my diary and checking cross-referencing and stuff, just remembering those sorts of things. So, you know, within December, don't respond when someone asks you to your face or over the phone or sends you a test. You don't need to respond with an RSVP right now or lock in that plan, even though we feel like we have this many days and this many moments available. Just take a breath, sit on it for an hour or two, make sure that one, it's aligned with you, two, that it's really the right time, and then say yes with confidence and be able to put in your diary and go, yeah, okay. Because Mm -hmm. as you said about, um, I think you said something about being put on the spot or whatever, and when you're in the, I might have been in our conversation last night actually, but when you're put on the spot and you kind of say things, like I do this, I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll do that. And then you feel so bad afterwards then have to go, Actually, actually, I need to renege on that. Sorry, but I actually yeah. meant to say was I need to check my schedule and I already have something. Yeah, and my husband works away, so I'm always like when I do most things, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. And then I go, oh, whoops, 
and he'll say, oh, you know, we got the plumber coming on that day. No, <laughs> but yes, that's so, yeah, definitely. Yes. No, you yeah, have a choice. I love that. No, yeah. you have a no, you have a choice. And actually going back as well to the self-care thing we're talking about, like schedule in maybe in advance your time for self-care. When I teach time management, I always recommend that people set up their almost their ideal week and then you schedule in those non-negotiables. So you schedule in those breaks or those upskilling or the admin times or the things that you really need to do that you want to do and you schedule them in and you make them an intentional part of your week. So that's a big part about it as well. It's like if you're going to be cross-checking your schedule, by the way, I can help you off offline as well with your scheduling challenges. I'm sure I have a few suggestions. Um, but if you already have those self-care moments scheduled in, then you can look at yourself and go, oh, okay, I already have a thing going on. But I love what you're talking about. You're talking about giving yourself permission to make a decision when it suits you and not be so reactive per se when somebody's wanting you to, like when somebody needs to hear from me right away, if it's not an emergency, I really don't prioritize it because I have to get to it when, as soon as I can, obviously. But if I've got five other things that are emergency things I have to do, I have to do them first. That's just the way that it goes. So, okay. Um, what am I on? Okay. I'm on listen to your body. And I wrote, don't overindulge. That's another don't. So how can I reframe that? So listen to your body, period. Listen to your body. Um, okay. Actually, that's really kind of twofold because I was really thinking a lot about how people overindulge over the holidays sometimes. And I don't think there's really a problem with that unless it's going against <clears throat> maybe your what's going to feel good for you. So for example, if I am at Christmas and there's cakes and cookies and things, and I feel like eating them, I'm going to eat them, but I will not be adding guilt to that. Yeah. I will just be eating them because I want to. And I don't add that guilt. And I don't add that shame. And I don't sit back there later. And I go, Oh, I really shouldn't have eaten that I go, Oh, whoa, like maybe I overdid it. Okay, you know, and I don't berate myself about it. But one of the things that I think is important is to listen to your body and be mindful in the moment as well. Because you don't always want to try to get to that point where you're like, I feel sick. That's just not really going to be good. So a um, couple of tips for that. Number one, I actually heard from somebody a while ago that said that if you're eating and then all of a sudden you start getting a lot of saliva or something like that in your mouth, I'm, I probably should have remembered this clearer before I brought it up right now. This, when we're live, this is what happens to you start going down a tangent and you're like, Oh, I can't edit that out. Okay. But anyway, and I think it was about getting satiated, like, or sorry, having a lot of like saliva, but also like sniffing. And that was actually a trigger letting your body know that you've had enough food. So that was one thing that I thought was interesting one of the things that always has worked for me, though, is when you take a breath in and it's very cool. You'll be eating and you're like, yeah, this is so good. And then all of a sudden you'll go and you'll take a breath in before your next bite. That is your body actually saying to you, I've had enough to eat. And so oh, if you want creating space for more. <laughs> oh, yeah. That <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> made for some people. So, okay. So that being said, you have the choice whether or not you want to continue to eat after you acknowledge that, because I have sometimes gone, 
oh no, I just took a breath, but I I really like what's going. <laughs> I really like this cake or whatever, right? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's just a couple more bites of cheese. I'm just gonna do it, you know, but I'm not eating the guilt. So I'm doing it conscientiously, which is super important because we have to be mindful about that. But these are some things that I really wanted to recommend. I also um, wanted to just say that, you know, overindulging in anything, I don't really feel is going to help us in the longer term. So do you really need to have, you know, five cookies when you could maybe have two and then have two more later and then maybe have another one later, almost spacing them out or something like that, as opposed to just chowing down on five cookies. Not that I normally do that, but five, five pounds of cheese is probably more likely something I would eat. Anyway, thoughts on that, Candice? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, um, that was sort of on my list as in listen, um, and it got crossed off because the next one I felt was like more, it, I only had five because I don't want to keep everyone all day. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was on my list. And also as a, like listening to your body when something doesn't work, feel right. So, you know, so listening to your body with, with a situation or people that you're around or whatever that might be. So um, definitely. Thank you. I forgot to keep going with that. That's exactly right. Yeah. I got all caught up in thinking about cookies, right? like what kind of cookies would I be eating in this yeah. scenario? You're right. Thank you for that. So you, do you mean like listening to your emotions, for example, yeah. those yeah. intuitions yeah. you get? Yeah. Yeah, so place your hands on your body, feel into your body in any situation. If you start to feel overwhelmed, feel into your body. What am I feeling right now? Mm -hmm. Why am I feeling this way? Is it something I've done? Is it something I can control? And 99% of the time, it's something you can control, uh, you can control. And it's just about going, okay, I'm going to honor my body and I'm going to step away from this conversation. I'm going to honor my body and I'm going to go, okay, I think we should leave early. Or I'm exhausted right now. I'm not going to watch that second movie or whatever it is, or I'm not going to stay up till midnight tonight wrapping presents or whatever. I'm going to go to bed early because my body is telling me it needs to sleep. So, um, yeah. yeah, so that was, but so I'll jump onto my next one. And that is uh, get a jump start on your new year plans. Now it's not that I want you to think about going, oh, okay, what do I, what do I want to get done in January? I'm going to bring it in. But what I'm saying is, is that when I'm busy or I chat to really inspiring people, I get ideas and they always come. I say spirit messes with me. They always come around these times when I'm crazy busy, December's um, not. So when you have a goal or when you have an idea come to you, the best time to take action towards it is right now. It's You can write it down. But I guarantee you in January when you're uh, when you go back and you read that thing, your excitement level and your enthusiasm and all those extra little nuggets of ideas and energy that you had in it at, to create or whether it's, oh, I really want to, I'm going to lose weight in, in January. I'm going to start running. can be, you know, non-spiritual even. Um, if you want to start running in January, we should probably start thinking about it in December so we don't 
overindulge and feel worse. So because generally January is just as busy. So um, I really, I've, I've had a huge, you know, this happened to me like this week, literally. And I'm going to, because I told you about this yesterday, but like I, spirit kind of told me to clean my shit up. Um, and so I have kind of really large furniture in my healing space and I just felt inspired to create more space and I didn't know why. And and then so I started doing it, rip your room apart and rip everything apart in the middle, like come stepping into December when everything else is crazy. It's probably not the smartest move, but it's been the best move because from that new ideas have come, which I'll tell you all about what I'm going to do in this space afterwards. Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to wait until January to launch this. I'm going to do it in December because this is when I'm excited about it. And this is when I feel like energetically people need it. This is, you know, and so I feel like we do kind of self-sabotage ourselves by waiting so take action now, even if it's just tiny. If your plan is to start running in, in January, but you're not quite ready, then go through your clothes and make sure that you've got your shoes still fit you and that they're comfortable to run in so that when January comes and you are going to put those shoes on, that you know that those are going to be comfy shoes and you're going to feel inspired to actually make that next step and step on that treadmill or whatever it is like and I could go on about this one for hours so really this should have been my number one even though it wasn't my number one but yeah I will taper it back in now and <laughs> and hand it over to me hand it over. <laughs> perfect all right well I guess I'm on to the last one now so this one's really important this is about not getting caught up in family drama and the ego and one of the things that I love is Eckhart Tolle talks about how, oh, you think you're so enlightened, go spend, spend the weekend with your family. So a big part about what I find is that when we are spending time with those who are very close to us is they can be really triggering. Uh, very often, I know that when I spend time with my family, sometimes I, I like kind of default back into a teenager on some level. I go, whoa, what's happening here? You know, and you really have to kind of pull yourself up and become who you really truly are. And so I love the idea that when we're in these scenarios, these triggers that do happen are always giving us an opportunity to look within and go, is there something within me that needs to be healed? Is there something within me that I haven't really uh, considered working on lately? So those are always going to be really good opportunities. But the other thing, too, is just about being mindful. It's about understanding that our ego really wants to play up, especially around people that we know very well. And we always want to defend our mental positions. You know, you hear a lot about people who have arguments over things during family conversations or family events, right? Two people are really head to head about a specific topic. It can be a really hot button issue, or it could even just be about whether or not someone's cheating at cards, for example. So there are all of these little things that happen. So it's really just remind, I'm really just reminding you to really watch your own behavior, watch the stories you're telling yourself, and also just pay attention to the ego and the fact that the ego really wants to feel inferior or 
uh, superior. I'm not saying they want to feel inferior rather, but the ego wants to do whatever it can to get our attention. And normally when we're feeling superior or inferior, that's the ego coming through. So just watch out for those opportunities to maybe rise above to go, you know what, I don't actually need to defend this point of view per se, I can actually just allow Uncle Steve to be right in this case. And also maybe just look for those opportunities to take a breath to walk away from the situation versus saying something that you may later regret. Yes, absolutely. That's beautiful. I, I love that. And like, it's Christmas, we should be having fun. And this is why these tips come in really, really handy. Because yes. if you know yourself and keep yourself energetically high, and don't put yourself in situations that are going to trigger you and maybe make you lash out, which then just spreads Christmas non joy to everybody else. Yeah. You're the person at that get together that said that and just set off because <laughs> of that person, right? You don't want to be that Christmas bomb. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> fun, set your boundaries. And, you know, it's, I hear about so many people that just go, oh, so glad Christmas is over and that don't look forward to this part of the year. But I think with the right, with the right tools and with really, really prioritizing yourself and not losing your spiritual practice, not holding off on what feels right for you. If you're getting inspired about your New Year's resolutions, then why wait until one day? Like, because January mm. 1st is kind of, I could go on forever about that. January 1st and New Year's resolutions just. Well, well maybe we'll have another episode in January where we talk about Yes, and having an intentional 2024 or something like that. So Candice, I know we need to log off here in just a minute. So can you just quickly summarize your five and then I'll summarize my five and then we'll wrap up with how people can find us and what we're up to. Beautiful. So my five are make a list, check it twice, take time to meditate. So breathe and just recalibrate yourself don't forget about you book your healing go your yoga class don't lose your spiritual momentum um get a jump start on your, your new year's plans um if you've got ideas take action towards them and remember that you have a choice set your boundaries you do not have to say yes to everything i love that and that's fun. Mine. And that's fun. Those are so good. And mine are, I feel like we need these on a t-shirt or something. Yeah, exactly. mine are, get clear on your intentions for the holidays, prioritize self-care and continue to clear your energy. Watch your boundaries. Um, I was going to say, don't overcommit. I'm like, no, watch your boundaries, <laughs> listen to your body and say no to family drama and watch the ego who wants to appear in our pain bodies who want to defend our mental positions and create drama where we actually don't really need any we can actually love the people that we spend our time with so yes so candace my sister how can people get a hold of you if they'd like to i know you've got a cool event coming up as well yeah, so I best way to get a hold of me is usually via a message on Instagram or Facebook, Larimer Light Healing. So at Larimer Light Healing on both Instagram and Facebook, or via my website, which I think uh, Lauren is uh, linking below, but uh, larimerlighthealing.com.au. Um, so I do in person online healings and workshops and things like that. So you can reach out, even just reach out to chat if you're not sure about what you need, let's just discuss it. So, and I wanted to talk about very, very briefly, my little thing that kind of came to fruition only 
it, I had that aha moment. It's like spirit told me just uh, yesterday that this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is why you're clearing out your space and creating all this extra room. I'm going to be doing healing, group healing circles within my healing space. I may take them online as well, um, but at this stage it's just um, I'm starting them the 12th of the 12th for the 1212 energetic portal. So, yes, it's in December. Don't, don't put anything on hold. Keep your spiritual energy high. Um, and these workshops are, go, uh, these circles are, they're healing circles. So they're not sharing circles. You come, you sit. I will be channeling healing energy for the group, light body activations, chakra cleansing. I'll be bringing in all my different modalities. I think it's going to be amazing. There'll be one hour sessions and I just, I can't wait. So you can find out about them. I have not posted them up, anything about them yet. They are called Align and Activate Healing Circles. And they'll be Ooh. fortnightly at this stage on a Tuesday night. Um, yeah, so you can jump on my website to like book a spot for that or you can, I will be popping it up very, very soon. I'll be popping it on my mailing list. That's a good way to get in touch with what workshops and online stuff that I'm doing. So that's it. Perfect. And also next year, um, next year, well, in January, Candice and I are going to be doing our soul deep discussions. And yes. Candice has also offered to do a light um, body activation within that too. So if you are wanting to know what it's sort of all about, um, and if you can't get to her, of course, like she said, she'll probably be doing these online in the near future as well. Uh, I also want to say that if you are wanting to get on top of your productivity, I want to strongly encourage you to join me in the Enlightened Efficiency Program where you actually get access to me for an entire year for a monthly group mentoring session. I can assist you in all things productivity and business. And you also get access to my two super powerful productivity courses, one of which is chat GPT. And another one is going to be teaching you how to be able to delegate automate so you can scale your business. So if you want to know whether or not that's right for you, I'm happy to have a 15 minute call with you to see whether or not it's a good fit and all the details can be found on my website at laurengraceinspirations.com. Candice, thank you so much for being here. I look forward to our January catch up where we talk yep. about how to ring in the new year. Uh, Absolutely. Insert yep. some other clever title here. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's right. Let's just <laughs> let's go with that. Uh, ring in the new year. Let's do it. Perfect. Yes. Well, thank you so much. And uh, yeah. yes, I will talk to you again soon. Hi, thanks so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave us a review where you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you. New episodes every Thursday.